Hey everyone, welcome to But Why the Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, we wanted to make sure that you take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe us on iTunes or wherever you listen. It's the easiest way for people to find us and it helps us hear your feedback. Beyond that, come and join our conversation on Twitter at ButWhyThoughPC and on Facebook, facebook.com slash ButWhyThoughPC. And if you like what you're doing and you want to support us a little more, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash ButWhyThoughPC. And if a monthly subscription is too much for you, make sure you check out our t-shirts. We have t-shirts open on TeePublic and available for purchase on our website through the merch tab, ButWhyThoughPodcast.com. Enjoy the show. Today, we're going to be doing a spoiler review of Alicia Vikander's newest movie, Tomb Raider, which came out... March 16th. Which came out on March 16th. As always, I'm your host, Kate. I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And I'm really pumped to talk about this because I wasn't sure how much I was going to like it. And let's do first impressions. Adrian? Uh, I liked it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my first impression. Oh. Yeah, first. <laughs> Matt? I want a second one, but it was okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fair. I loved it. I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love it. <laughs> I loved it, but I, but I think I loved it because I want Alicia Vikander's eight-pack. Yeah. But I just I mean, ate pizza, you have so like it's a, never going to happen. And if anyone's ever listened to our first, very, very, very first episode of this podcast, like you have a much bit deeper connection to, to Lara Croft than I do. That's why, like, I think that's why I loved Warcraft so much. I really, really, really loved Warcraft, and some people don't think it's great. So Can't, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like our personal like alignment to the franchises, yeah. and I say franchises because there are two of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess, like, for me, oh, we'll talk about it at the end, because I have certain feelings about the original games that I thought were going to come in here, and they didn't, so. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and talk about numbers, because Box Office Mojo should be sponsoring us by now. Um, it had, so the question is, has anybody actually reached out to Box Office Mojo, or do we just yell on the podcast? I think we just yell on the podcast and hope that somebody does something. Okay, fair enough. I don't know how to reach out to them. <laughs> You go to the box office mojo and you probably put contact us. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> There's day. probably about like a 15% chance you'll hear anything back, but that is the way to do it. Okay. I'm still waiting for Geekfield to message me back about our affiliate status. <laughs> Once again, there's probably only maybe a 10 to 15% <laughs> chance you hear anything back. Okay. So, uh, this movie was made on a $90 million budget. It has only done $41 million domestically, so it's a bomb here in the States. But, like the movie Adrian mentioned, Warcraft, it has done 211 worldwide. And that is mostly from China and the foreign market. Yeah, got over $100 million worldwide for week one. Yep. 
Um, which, I mean, it's pretty standard for video game movies. I think you've talked about that before, Adrian. Yeah, it's pretty standard. Uh, they usually do um, slightly okay. I think, like, this one's done... I don't, I don't know if you're going to talk about the, the Rotten Tomatoes, but, like, it was, like, 40% the weekend it came out, which is not bad for a video game movie. So it's definitely... It got higher. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely got higher. Yeah, um, so it's a success when it comes to, like, video game movies. Not, obviously, like, this isn't Black Panther going to make a billion dollars, but, you know, it's not bad. Yeah. Because um, here in America, we apparently think we have high standards of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the IMDb score is a 6.8. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is at a 50, a 50% right now, Adrian. Oh, nice. And, um, it's at 88% of Google users. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's a fairly good scoring video game movie, or even it's on, like, the top end of scoring for video game movies, because usually those hit in, like, the 20 to 30 range. Um. Yeah, that's good. I'm hoping it makes more money then, because, uh. It still has a way to go to like climb the domestic charts for video game movies, but we'll see, we'll see yeah. what happens. In my mind, though, Resident Evil got six movies on foreign box office alone. I'm hoping this at least gets a second. Yeah, I'm hoping it breaks. I don't know. Yeah, because you still have like Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, the first one still leaps and beyond above basically any of the other video game movies. Yeah, and I think that movie is really plaguing this movie, honestly, because I don't. I think general audiences don't know how to separate the fact that um, to go into the background of this movie. This movie is based on the reboot series, which came out in 2013, which is a very different Lara from the from the Lara that we see in the original Tomb Raider games and the Lara that Angelina Jolie portrays in 2001. And so I think that breaking that barrier between those two was really hard for a lot of people, which left people comparing Angelina Jolie to Vikander way too much, in my opinion. Yeah, I haven't looked at any of the discourses because I knew where, where it was going to go, but I don't know if... Yeah, I don't I don't know how they could have marketed it to kind of get that, like, thing across that this was a different Tomb Raider. Or at the very least, like, this was a Tomb Raider, like, pre-Laura Croft kind of, like, Tomb Raider kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't it know how... Of- I don't know how they could have done it better because Internet's a terrible place most of the time, so... Yeah, I mean, too, like, they, I mean, I think the images they used were, like, pretty close to the game, but then again, general audiences don't play video games, so. Yeah. So, to kind of understand, like, where this Lara is coming from, I'm just going to do the nice, you know, quick synopsis. Uh, Lara Croft is the fiercely independent daughter of an eccentric adventurer who vanished years earlier. Hoping to solve the mystery of her father's disappearance, Croft embarks on a perilous journey to his last known destination, a fabled tomb of a mythical island that might be somewhere off the coast of Japan. The stakes couldn't be higher as Lara must rely on her sharp mind, blind faith, and stubborn spirit to venture into the unknown. Um, so also, I would like to point out that the director's name is Roar. Rawr. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's the synopsis. Um, the movie starts out pretty simple, and this is where you get your first change from game to movie, since this is an adaptation. Um, it starts off where you find out that Lara actually doesn't have money, didn't go to college, has not gone on a single adventure before, um, really isn't in the space of adventuring at all. Um, and she's a food delivery person, and she also takes MMA classes, um, which that scene, holy crap, I feel like Alicia Vikander would beat my ass. Pretty much. Yeah, definitely. 10 out of 10. You have no chance. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> no, no chance at all. I feel like, yeah, I feel like she could beat like a lot of the female superheroes' butts too. Like, yeah, she wrecks a koye, easy. Yeah, eight pack. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Eight pack, <laughs> which is amazing. Like for me, watching her in those early scenes, because like I think. Um, the movie builds up in this like space like yeah she doesn't have exposure to adventuring but she's been training to fight um so it doesn't make it like the whole mary sue argument kind of goes out the, out the window because like people have thrown that around a lot so because that's a thing on the internet well the thing i have is i get why they did the first scenes but i really don't like them i just feel like it, the first like 20 minutes or so of this movie just dragged on I can agree to a point because I liked the beginning and the boxing and See, I like that. But then it goes from that to her courier job where she flirts with somebody in the, the takeout place and then she leaves from there and then she does a fox hunt and like races her bike through the city. She doesn't even like deliver the food. Yeah, she doesn't deliver the food. And then she randomly does, yeah, like the fox hunt through the city, which I could probably cut all that out and I'd be yeah. okay with it. I think this was like my main gripe with the movie was this first part. Um, or this middle part of the first part. Yeah, it just kind of, it seemed like it kind of dragged on. Yeah. But uh, it does establish that she has yeah. nothing to do with, like, the Croft legacy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just setting up, like, her, abil- like, her ability to do things more than, more than anything. Like, the boxing thing shows she can fight. The fox hunt thing shows, like, that she's capable and, you know, elusive and, um can think things through. Yeah, yeah. She jumps on that truck. Yeah, thinks things through. And things through. It's probably like all it is, just like action-packed exposition, basically. Yeah, no, I mean, I got it, and yeah. I didn't no, mind, yeah, but yeah. I just thought it was a little too long. I feel like if you could just cut, like, maybe ten minutes out of that, then it'd been a lot, then do something else, I think, to yeah. move it forward a little faster. But yeah, so, like, after this part, we have her wind up in jail, and she is bailed out by her legal guardian, and he, and she takes her to Croft Tower, or to Croft, um, the Croft Company, because essentially her family owns this large company, and her father disappeared seven years ago, and she still has yet to declare him, declare him dead and sign the will and gain any of the money that's in her trust. So she goes, um, she's finally ready to sign, and she's given this puzzle box, and the Japanese and it's a Japanese puzzle box, and she opens it, and she finds a note from her father with a picture of them inside, which leads her to the tomb, which leads her to the research, all without signing the document. Then she pawns her mother's necklace, gets $8,000 to go to China to try and get to the mysterious island, the mysterious island known as Yamatai, in search of her father. Uh, so she ends up uh, meeting Daniel Wu, um, who is, I forget his name, oh, Lu, whose name in the movie is Lu Ren, which is also his father's name, and his father initially took um, Richard Croft, Laura's dad, out to Yamatai, and they follow their same path, the ship Rex, and then you wind up with her on Yamatai, and a whole bunch of adventure ensues. Um, I really don't, I, I guess kind of like I can keep going plot for plot. So I don't know if Adrian, you want to pick it up from here in your like, let me retell this movie fashion. Because um, you can do it probably a lot more concise than I can. So they get to the island and, well, they kind of crash on the island because the island is basically in the Bermuda Triangle, basically. I don't know what they call it in the movie. Something The Devil Sea? Yeah, something, something bad, something bad. Don't go there uh, kind of thing. And they get 
chipwrecked hit her and um, the guy she's Lou Ren? yeah Lou Ren and they wake up and this guy was like yeah I killed your dad and I know who you are and you're gonna help me find this thing and they introduced Trinity early on which I think is dope which is I know we're gonna talk about changes later but it's the change that I'm alright with and they've been introducing like this kind of like bad syndicate thing because uh, they're trying to find the Sun Queen's whatever power and the guy, what's the guy's name? Uh, like the actor? Uh, Walton Goggins. I love him. That super creepy dude. I love, as soon as I saw him on screen, I was all about it. So I love, I was too. I love the kind of bad guy he plays. Uh, because he basically doesn't care anything about like finding the Sun Queen. He just wants to get back to his daughters, which I think is, um, you can't like, I mean, you can root against him, but I don't think you can like root entirely against him because he just wants to get back to his daughters and he's stuck here doing this stupid expedition thing. And, like, real quick, it's not the Sun Queen. Like, they don't call her that in the movie. Oh, they don't? No. Uh-uh. They cut out the Solari plot altogether. Oh. Yeah. Her, they just call her Himiko and, like, I think, like, the Queen, Queen of, of Death. Death. Queen of Death. Yeah. yeah, that's what they call her. Yeah. 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 But if you're listening, listeners, and you haven't played the game, Sun Queen is who they're trying to find in the game. Yeah. And um, Laura, obviously, kind of like in action movie fashion, gets away and then has this really badass scene where like where she chokes a dude out in water which i yeah. loved i loved that scene that scene was awesome um and then to be perfectly honest everything kind of goes downhill a little bit for me after that so i'll let you pick it back up from there because i don't like that she meets her dad like she finds her yeah. dad i don't like that part <laughs> at all i think yeah, it's silly so- <laughs> So she does find her dad, which is the largest diversion from any sort of Lara Croft myth background story in existence of Lara Croft background stories. Um, Because he's still alive. And it turns into, like, a father-daughter thing. Um, They end up going back, and her and uh, Lu Ren end up rescuing the rest of the Chinese slaves. Um, I, I, I say Chinese, I think they were majority Chinese, but it looked like there were also other um, other people from um, different parts of Asia, or generally just trying to get to a better place, which is what Lu Ren says, that he they had paid smugglers to take them to different places, and they just got ended up being brought to Yamatai. Um, her she stays behind to save her father and she opens up the tomb to save her father. Um, I totally see what you're saying with the father stuff, but I really love the tomb stuff because she opens it up. It's a puzzle. There are puzzles throughout this entire movie, which makes me super happy as a Tomb Raider fan. And then they lead through the temple with a whole bunch of traps. They end up finding the Queen of Death. The Queen of Death is actually a plague and not this mystical, magical being at all. They end up going the science route, um, which is a little weird, um, but they do it, and it's it's pretty it's executed pretty well. Um, and then she ends up escaping after that, and you end the film with the signature dual pistols. Um, and I think we can just talk about the movie now because I think that's the whole movie. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, like, the biggest problem with, like, the dad thing is that I think it takes away from it being, like, a Laura Croft story. Like, she just choked out this dude all on her own, doesn't need, you know, this kind of, like, emotional or, like, moral support or anything like that. And then she runs into her dad, and then, like, her dad's like, oh, okay, I got you. Like, in the game, like, she gets jacked up for, like, half of the game, but is able to get through it on her own. And I think I would have liked to see her just 
be the lower crowd from the game and just be able to kind of gut that stuff out and be able to like to treat herself and stuff like that. I think bringing in the dad, I think just kind of like is a liberty that the writer took just to do something different. And I, I just didn't like it. Cause you know, he's going to, he, cause you know, he's going to die at the end anyway. So like what, like what is like his main purpose there other than to have like um, some like emotional, you know, scenes there. I would have liked it to play out like how it kind of does in the game. Like where she's like re re, introduced to her father through the the tapes and stuff but that's just me i didn't like the dead part either <clears throat> especially considering they kind of seemed like they were going to do the whole like t- especially on the boat with the whole tapes thing and like his kind of like journal kind of thought she was like living through that and then you see him and you're like oh come on really for one he like survived seven years on this apparently by himself it was just kind of with glasses nonetheless yeah, they were they were held around his neck then Linda's would have been gone. <laughs> yes, he would have updated his prescription. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't like the dad part either. And plus, she, like everybody knew, like, oh, well, the dad's gonna die here in like ten minutes. Yeah. So, like, when we were talking about video game changes, this is probably the largest and the most glaring for me. Um, I see why they did it because, like, in the game where she treats herself and stuff, that works because there's it's about like I don't know. I played it in about ten hours, but like. If, like, a thorough, I think my second run through was about a 14 hours. Like, through that entire time, you're stopping by campfires, setting yourself, healing yourself. And, like, healing yourself in a video game is a lot easier than healing yourself in a movie where they have to show it on screen. Um, but I think they could have fixed that by having Lou Ren with her instead of her dad. Um, that would have been a way to kind of show her getting, like, medical attention. Um, and not doing it herself, but at the same time, they totally could have shown Laura like finding a med pack and stitching herself up, and that totally would have been better. Um, but I mean, yeah, that was that was. It was a letdown to me. Yeah, honestly, I can see that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I rolled a little bit because as soon as like they showed the shadow, I was like, it's gonna be the dad, isn't it? Yeah. And and then she climbs up the thing, and then it's the dad, and then they th- then she goes on the whole, you know, well, if you're not gonna help me, I'm gonna go do it myself anyway. So she like still has her independence from her dad. So like, why does the dad really need to be there if she's already gonna you know go out there and you know save the people anyway? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they just did to kind of like have like the the actor build on it to to kind of ah. Because like I, I don't know. Because like I don't. I don't know. So, like, as much as, like, the, the reboot games is a lot of her by herself, it, it is, but, like, because that's every lar- every Tomb Raider game is her by herself. That's the best part of it. But um, another way that it deviates from it is the, the the reboot games, she's actually going to Yamatai from her own research that she's done digging into her dad's life and her dad's journals, and that's how she ends up on the island. Um, and she also has a crew. Like, she has a crew that she loves and is trying to save and find. And, like that to me is a better like they could have done that like they they could have done that instead of the dad to still get that emotion that emotional like stuff out of her um but i mean i like all the movie after that like i just really like the tomb stuff no yeah the tomb stuff is great like and the tomb stuff is great and you get a whole bunch of like the i don't know what, what they're called like the railroad sequences where you're basically like have to press X at, like, the right time kind of thing, so you don't... <laughs> they put a bunch of that stuff in the movie, and I think it's a big part of, like, the reboot game. So they definitely put the video game mechanics into the movie 10 well, out of 10. And the cool thing is, too, is because they didn't just put the, the reboot game video the video uh, video game mechanics, because those, like, those, like temple traps and tomb traps are not something you get in the, reboot, in the first reboot game, and that's something that I hated. Um, but what they do is they blend um, some of the original... 
Tomb Raider traps into this movie and set it to that, and it's amazing. Yeah, Stefani, what my wife was disappointed though that she didn't have like kind of like handstand on the ledge kind of moment. Hope she's hoping the second one gives us that kind of like original Laura Croft handstand on the ledge and then do yeah. like a backflip off of it kind of thing. That's what I was oh, hoping yeah. for because she could, she could definitely do it. Like she's she's jacked. She she could pull that off. I think the hard thing is too is like. The problem, and this is where I had to, like, distance myself from wanting too much of the original one, is because, like, this one tried to incorporate her physicality in, like, a way more practical way, if you understand. Because, like, it, like, because they actually have, one of my favorite things is when the boat's crashing and she's, like, freaking monkey barring her way across the top rails to get to the other side of the boat. Um, and that, that stuff's really indicative of, of this new like Tomb Raider, but I totally I wanted to see her swan dive off of something. Totally unnecessarily. In the same fashion of Stefani wanting to see her do a handstand. I wanted yeah. to see her swan dive. Yeah. Um, but that's totally not that Lara. So I, I'm fine with it. I like the way they incorporated some of the cla- like they gave her the classic Lara's attitude. Um, which is something that I did not get in the reboot games that I was really happy to have here. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm fine with like the backstory change stuff that they do. Like that stuff doesn't bother me too much because they kind of like stick to it. You know, she's still kind of like doing her own thing and not. She doesn't go to college. Doesn't she? She goes to college in the first one, right? Like for sure. Yes. yes. But yes. she pays for it, like doing odd jobs and stuff. So like they they kind of st- st- stuck to it enough where that stuff doesn't bother me. Um, well, she still has like all the wealth and stuff. Yeah. Like, the, the reboot game does not change her background that much. Yeah. It just gives her her first her like first big adventure but she's already been going to places and doing stuff um whereas this is like fresh face yeah and so, then bring oh go for it i'm saying so as we move through the tombs which were cool i was kind of let down with i know i usually go the science route but i kind of disappointed it was just a plague <gasps> you didn't want the science not in this no yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, <laughs> they built that story up like so well. So with the myth. much, like the yes. myth was dope, and I was all about it. And yes. the myth in the video game is amazing. Like the Sun Queen, like that's like someone I wouldn't want to mess with. The final battle with the Sun Queen in the video game is amazingly done. Yeah, like, like the like the end of that video game is probably like the end of that video game is my favorite out of that entire reboot series. Yeah, it's really good, and like Lorecraft, it kind of blends like that, you know, myth and magic stuff really really well and then they kind of just like didn't go with it which i'm just kind of confused by i I don't know why they didn't do it because what are they going to do in the second game like the second game is way more myth i think than oh yeah then well i'm assuming they're just gonna like axe it because parts of the second game are in this first movie yeah yeah because they kind of blended up both they did um because uh another one of the changes is it's the solari brotherhood and the sun queen um, which I'm really got, really glad they got rid of the Solari because they were really rapey in that first game and really glad that's gone. Um, but they brought in Trinity, like Adrian said, which is the syndicate from the second game. Um, and they brought they introduced them here. Um, so I, I, I'm assuming they're not going to do anything off of the second game. Personally. All I know is they built it up, that whole movie. And it was just a letdown. It was like, oh, wow, Plague? Awesome. Cool. I wanted the Queen of Death. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was like a zombie plague. It wasn't even just like a regular plague. It was a zombie plague. You basically like made this Resident Evil like by making that like a zombie plague, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's accurate. <laughs> I wanted the Queen of Death. 
Um, Which even when she popped up, I thought they were actually going to do it, but then it was just a crank. Yeah. I love they it, it, it all up that so well. That being said, I thought, the, I thought Himiko actually looked really pretty. Like, Lane, like yeah. when she first pops out, or when they first undo the, the thing before she decays. I thought she looked really, really pretty. Um, so I guess, like, let's talk about some of the action scenes, because this is an action movie. Like, this is, like, she, I, for me, I, she's an, I, I totally see Alicia Vikander as an action star now. Like, I want her to just do action movies with her eight-pack and rippling back muscles. See, this is where it's just kind of, I can see why it ended up being a 6.8, because there are great scenes with her, like the choke-out scene, some of the tombs and everything else. The but plane. The plane is pretty well done, even though we saw it in the trailer, but it's still really, really done. You saw it, it's really cool. But then there's a lot of just, like, kind of boring, <laughs> dull stuff in there. Like, well, there wasn't much happening, like the whole camp scenes, like, I guess it, but, like, they were, we literally watched probably five minutes of them just moving water bu- jugs. Yeah. Which I get that's what they're doing, but it just kind of ruined the whole, like, pace, it seemed like, in the movie. So would you have liked it to be more of, like, a no-holds-barred just action movie versus something trying to tell a story? Well, I mean, I understand them trying to tell a story, but I, like I said, I think from the beginning it kind of started off really slow. Mm-hmm. So the pacing got really off to me. Then they kind of picked it up once they got to China and Japan, and then it just kind of comes to the complete stop. And mm-hmm. then I think it honestly hurt a lot with the dad part because that whole, like, like I said, we do this whole entire 20 minutes with the dad which yeah. I thought just cut off a lot of the stuff. And then it goes back to, I'm just going to do this my own, and then it goes yeah. right back into her. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where that's it loses fair. me a little bit. I think that what we putting it that way. The stuff with the dad, like, if you would have put in stuff like, um, you know, her in the forest, like, scoping it out or something like that, so you see, like, the water jug from, like, her perspective and not just, like, an overview of, like, oh, these people are be- basically being treated badly. But, like, have, like, yeah. Laura, like, scoping out the area and kind of, like, being sneaky like we do see when she goes into the tent and stuff oppose instead of having like her talk to her dad for 20 minutes i think would have done better or just make the movie an hour and a half and just go straight for it yeah yeah i would have liked like 30 more minutes just for more action and more more of like the more more stuff in the forest yeah i I really wanted her to fight wolves yeah i wanted her to fight wolves i wanted her to go like Sylvester Stallone in in Predator or like Rambo and start like, like make her bow and like do every do all the cool stuff that you do and the the thing and um I think that just me just wanting more game more game stuff but like it's a video game movie so like you can do more game stuff it's not I don't think it's a bad thing for you to do that I think this kind of runs into the problem of being like not long enough um because like it's what, like two hours long Mm-mm. thought it was. Isn't it just at? Hold on. I think it's like two hours. I think. I thought it was two hours exactly, or close to it. Yeah, yeah hour fifty-eight. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I thought it was right. Yeah, so hours. like, if this was like maybe like an hour forty-five, and you cut out some of like the dad stuff, or if you just added another fifteen minutes and like did more like lower building, then I think you get a much better movie. But I think like that yeah. two hours kind of leaves you wanting more. I think. Yeah. So is this a common trend? Because a lot of these movies that we end up debating like this end up being almost right at this two-hour mark. Maybe. Like, could have been shorter, could have been longer. Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, like, just pick one. Like, people are people are, <laughs> people are there. Like, they're going to sit through yeah. the movie regardless. <laughs> so, like, if you're going to make the movie long, just make the movie long. Like, no one's going yeah. anywhere. They already I, paid I've seen Lord of the Ring, Ring series, like, eight times. <laughs> I don't really care if it's three yeah. hours long. I don't care either. Like, just do it. <laughs> It's like Adrian and I are Star Wars fans. <laughs> just, just go all in with it. Just yeah. give me all everything. Don't, don't skimp out on me. 
Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I definitely see what you guys are saying, and like, I, I totally acknowledge those criticisms are they're they're right. But I think for me too, I think, I think where I'm coming from is definitely going to be biased because I hated that first reboot game so much, um, and I expected a lot of the little pieces from there to come in here. But for me, this movie kind of fixed everything for me. Um, on the Lara side and like the action side and even like the story side like I know it sounds really weird um, minus the dad stuff but there were just issues of too much vulnerability and the need for the audience to protect in the first reboot game that I just I did not like at all and this one you get to see her like wrecked so much but you never feel like oh my god I gotta shield her because you're like Alicia Vikander is gonna kill it um. So, like, yeah. for me, like, but I would have been alright with that vulnerability. Like, like she like literally choked that dude out, and you can see her about to like deal with the ramifications like emotionally. That, that's what I was gonna say. You know, like that, choking that guy out, and then we don't get it. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but like, I don't think they go. Like, I think we do get it, but it's also like you get it in the setting. Like, Lara taking an hour to cry about it isn't gonna do anything. Like, she's in survival mode. Like, you get that that moment where she realizes, and this is actually why it's my favorite scene in the movie. Because she chokes him out, kills him, and she has that moment like, oh my god, I just killed somebody. I think it's acted really well, but then she has to snap out of it. And I, like, she's in a survival mode, she sees somebody in the forest, she goes after them, like, that, that makes sense. I don't know why she didn't grab the gun. I think her not grabbing the gun is what annoyed me more than her finding yeah. her father. Yeah, like, you know I, I, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying I don't, like, I want her to, like, sit there and cry about it. But, like, we have that moment, and then we go directly into dad stuff. Like if she would have like tracked that dude down and it would have been something else, I think I think it's it because it was it was the dad stuff cut into like that. it goes too fast. Yeah, to it, it? it goes too fast. It being like okay. the dad, I think is is, yeah. is my problem because you see like okay. because you see it amazingly acted. Like she kills it in that scene, but then we immediately have to go to her chasing her dad for five minutes and then climbing up the rope and going through that whole thing. Because um, I think that's like her first moment. I was like, all right, she's Laura Croft now. She choked that dude out. Because I think that there's there's a big change in her character at that point where she's a lot more like I have to do this, which I like as much as the dad scene is what it is. Like I think that's why she has that reaction of I have to do this because she just killed a guy. She can't have just killed a guy and not go back and and complete what she started. Like for me, that's how I see it anyway. Um, but I also know that it. I'm just I'm personally biased because I think I got what I wanted from this. Um, if that makes sense. I did too. You didn't need the gun. Go for the bows. <laughs> bows are always OP. <laughs> I was or, happy she used the bow. Yeah. Yeah. That should have the dad should have been a bear. She should have had to fight a bear after that. The I've bears been okay in the with first that, game were nah. Yeah. That first bear you meet is is yeah. no walk the park. Yeah, I think the problem is too, is like there wasn't an like they should have gone full exposure instead of letting her go to, like, a safe haven, safe haven. Yeah. Out of that, I guess, like, so I said what my favorite scene was, like, that that fight choreography was just really good, and I totally believe Alicia Vikander can choke somebody out in real life. So what was y'all's favorite scenes? Adrian? Um, yeah, I mean, that was one of my favorite scenes just because it was shot really well. I think, like, dark scenes like that are sometimes, like, hard to see. But, like, you could definitely see the whole fight choreography going on in it. Um, just to say something different than Kate, probably, like, when she fights uh, Homeboy at the end. 
because it's just like a really good fight scene like he's throwing her around but then she picks up like a little pickaxe thing and you get like the pickaxe from the game and I, I really I really like that the pickaxe from the game is probably I was like yes I know that reference <laughs> yeah get that one <laughs> even though she did kind of like this plague decide hey I'm gonna like grab this and then shove it in his mouth which looked cool but then I was like man you're like two seconds away from like getting Dying. stuff all over yeah. you yeah that was very risky at that moment but it was still so cool but I think she also thought she was gonna die at that moment because she knew her dad was going to blow everything up. I didn't think she think she was going to die. I don't know. The whole movie, she was determined to survive. Yeah. And I don't think she came that far, just die at the very end. I think if you knock over the bridge that, like, she survives because when it blows up, the other, the other ledge goes lower than where, what it was at. Because she purposely kicks off that bridge. Like, it, I don't think it turns to her surviving so much as her mission is to keep that plague from spreading. Yeah. And so, like, she's just going to get rid of it. And you know what? If she dies, she dies. But the first moment she gets to escape, she escapes. It's the mission, not the life. <laughs> uh-huh. If she followed the mission, she wouldn't have brought all the notes and would have just burned them. This is true. And none of this would have ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Or she could have just let her dad die and not opened him a ghost tomb. True. Yeah. But, in all, I got... One, two, three. I got four puzzles in this movie, and that's more puzzles than I got in the first game, so I'm happy. <laughs> Very happy. So, it's a weird thing, but I don't know why, but I really like it in movies, and it's usually, I don't know, it definitely not dependent, but when they decide, um, was it Lu Wang? You, Lu Ren. Lu Ren. Lu Ren. Lu Ren. Ludren decides to stay and wait for Laura, and then everybody else decides, we're going to stay with you. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, and then he's like, why are you guys, like, stupid? And they're like, oh, no, we're already basically living on borrowed time. You saved us, and your dad saved us. We're, I mean, if we die, we're already supposed to be dead. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I know. Think- I like when that happens, a sense of honor, like, within these situations where somebody <laughs> says, I'm already living on borrowed time within here. If we're going to die, we might as well go, because I should already be dead anyways. Yeah. No, I like that. I also just wanted more Daniel Wu, because I really like that dude. <laughs> yeah, he plays a drunk guy really well. <laughs> and he plays a person who's kicking butt really well, too. But, I mean, I think the other thing, I, I really think the um, that last scene that you were talking about, Adrian, when she's escaping is really freaking cool. Yeah. Like, climbing yeah, up really with good. it. I'm like, Yes. Yeah, Did you say your favorite scene? Hmm? Was your favorite scene her stuffing that thing in his mouth? or? I liked it, but it was kind of, and I thought it was really cool, but it was also one of those, like, why? He's about to just spit it on you, and then you're done. Well, do you have a favorite scene? I kind of like the boat, but that's just me. Like, on the boat before they leave, or on the boat while it's crashing? On the boat when it's crashing. Why would I care about the boat before they leave? I don't know. Maybe you wanted to see her sitting around or running away from the, the pickpockets. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that they really used, and this is where it comes out, like Alicia Vikander trained extremely hard for this role. Like she really trained her body to be able to do every stunt that they wanted her to do. And it, it really shows. Um, I think the boat scene shows it pretty well. You know what else shows it really well? Hmm. When she's running through the forest, and you can tell she trained running. 
Yes, also, that's probably one of my favorite things. Like, once again, how the fuck can you be the fastest man alive and you can't fucking run? <laughs> so, bad run form hurts you and Martha hurts Adrian. Yeah, basically. <laughs> bad run form always hurts me. <laughs> so, what about her running form? I thought it was very well. I thought she does it very well. Honestly. She, she looks like they said, hey, Alicia, you're going to be Lara, and Lara's going to be running about, like, this 100 meters. Start over there and run really, really fast towards us. And then she did it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I thought those scenes were really well done, too, for the run scenes. Yeah. Which I don't think I could, we could get it, but I don't think we get those in the first movie of the original mm-hmm. No, so, like, and this is, like, if we, if we want to, I guess, now that we're wrapping up, like, if we look at, just because everybody else is doing it, I personally will not compare these two movies because I don't see them at all differently, but, or I see them differently as different Laras, but if you look at, like, the type of Lara that um, Alicia Vikander is playing, it's it's a very physical Lara, um, a very, like, close combat Lara. Um, you mentioned it a little bit, like, her sneaking through everything. I loved it because that was a game mechanic, and it was awesome. It was so good. Um, and, like, Angelina's Lara is, I'm going to bust in here, and I'm going to kill all y'all, and I'm going to move, and I'm going to get what I need to get. And that's it. And she's not going to sneak. And she also doesn't really have a lot of, like, like the athleticism isn't really there for a lot of the stuff she does. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of going through this whole thing of, like, compa- I guess you want to say comparing the two, I think with the pro- like we talked about a little bit like the movie somewhat I guess bombed or had problems like transitioning, and to me one obviously there are problems with this movie even though I did like it, but two I feel like it's almost even though Jumanji was actually a good movie I feel like if it was named something different other than Tomb Raider even though it's technically based on the re- reboot I don't think we'd have as many of these issues. Yeah, or like uh, critics would have that many of these like all the issues. Well, just even anybody in general, because basically they, a lot of the people that have these problems or don't like this thing, not that they have this, clearly has movie flaws, but this yeah. whole like comparison of the two when you can clearly tell if you've ever played any of the new games or played or seen yeah. anything that this is not even close, but the fact that these are even brought up or thought of or even yeah. anything else really kind of hurts this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think because most people ultimately, like, when they think of Lara Croft and Tomb Raider, like, general, like, general audience people, they just think of Angelina Jolie's movie. They don't think of anything else. So if we put Raider of Tombs, <laughs> might have been better. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's just me, but I was like, no, I no, like you're right. I mean, the problems I have, like the dad, isn't in the video game, so that's why I have a problem with it. But if this yeah. is something else, <laughs> well, then, the, the dad no. problem bugs me because I don't ever recall ever having a dad in any no. any sort of thing, she whether never did. this series, a no. reboot series, before the, the series, the comics, yeah, anything, yeah. nothing. And this kind of like hurts the next one because I don't because that's that's my other problem with like the end of the movie. Um, one, they give her like the dual pistols. I don't think she's ready for dual pistols yet. She had one adventure, now she has dual pistols, and now she's like dressing up like Angelina Jolie. I don't like that. Keep. Keep her looking like the the reboot game. I don't like that part. And but I I also don't know what they're gonna do with the next movie since they've already kind of like introduced yeah. some of like the main themes of the other one. With one particular being like Constantine telling her that her dad didn't really kill himself. That her dad like they killed him. Yeah. It's like I don't know what they're gonna. I do. mean, I will say this for the dual pistols. At the end of one of the games, you do get her with dual pistols, and that was like the best part of the ending. That was probably the worst part of this entire movie. 
Huh? I thought that line was so that. bad. Yeah, I loved I it. Like it. I thought I it was it. so bad. I loved it. I was like, please don't. Please don't. I, I didn't like, like it. No. I thought it was too early. Like, if you would have done that, like, if they call the next movie Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I don't know if that's what they're going to call it, or if we're even going to get a, a next one. But, like, if they would have done that in the next one, I would have been happy with it. Because we just, like, spent all this time with, like, not Angelina Jolie, and then you gave me Angelina Jolie at the very end, and I don't like it. Well, she had I a mean, bow. She did well with like the tactics and everything else. And then she literally go for the dual pistols, which well, we don't even know if she can shoot a gun. <laughs> but just uh, I didn't like it. And plus, just the way that whole line came off, it was like it was, <laughs> it was bad. over the top. It was over the top bad to me. Yeah. So I will say that it was definitely dis. It was disjointed from the rest of the film. Yes. Yeah. And was, they showed I, it in the trailer, that. so I waited the whole movie for them to do that one scene. I did as well. <laughs> I was like, when are they going to do it? What are they going to do? So all that being said, The Shadow of the Tomb Raider is the next game that is coming out. And she's like full-fledged, like classic Lara. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like if they would have done that after the second movie and give me like a trilogy, then I think my feelings would be a little bit different. See, but like, and and I guess this goes back to like my strong connection to the original games. Like it doesn't bother me that they condensed. Like I really hated the first reboot game. I liked the second one. It was pretty good. And to me, they put two of those games together, gave me the best of both, and now I get to go straight into her being the actual Tomb Raider. But I guess I like the reboot series because of the way they've made her. I like that she's kind of in this, like, more of, like, a survivalist type thing. Like, even she uses the pickaxe. She has more of, like, this clothing, this ragged clothing, usually for blending. She uses a bow a lot more. It's not just, like... Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's a lot of, like, why people did like it because it was, like, more realistic. But then at the end of the day, I'm playing a video game with an adventurer who goes into tombs. I really don't care what she looks like. Yeah. No, I'm just, just I'm just saying, like, if like I think you're right. I think they did put two, like, it was like one and a half. They put, like, half of the plot for the second game into this movie with, like, Anna and, the, like, the Trinity thing. But yeah. I, th- I, I probably, like, if we're looking at, you know, the chance of getting sequels and stuff, they probably did that end scene just because they didn't know if they were going to get a second movie or not. That's so, what like, I think. And that's, that's all. That's all. That's all it comes down to, and that's like why it bugs me. So I'm like, ah, take the chance of like you're not going to get that moment, and you know, put everything into like this movie, so you for sure get a second movie, so you can for sure do it. Which has been bugging me about a lot of shows lately, where they try to make sure they want to set up so they can possibly get a good leverage of getting a second season or a second and movie. Then they don't get it. But then the last, no, not even though they don't get it, but the last like five to ten minutes of, the, of the, either show or movie is just kind of like just thrown together, like disjointed. Doesn't make really a lot of sense. Yeah. See, like, for me, I thought they were banking on not getting it. I think yeah. that they, like, because, I mean, that's what's happening with, with like, nobody's giving um, video game movies a second chance. Anymore. I'm not getting my Warcraft 2 movie. Exactly. So I think they, I think that's why they did that, and I think that's why they gave us, like, the Tomb Raiding Lara. Um, but, like, in all honesty, like, it goes back to what I said. I, I'm also biased, because, like, that is my Lara. Like, that's who I really love, and that's what I, I really love that I got to see alicia vikander in a tomb because that for me that first reboot game like it just it's missing all of like the puzzle play the tomb play like all those aspects that i love it's not there so for me seeing it in this movie um now that i have this movie to supplement it i kind of want to go through and play the games again which i told matt like the moment we walked out of there's like i'm actually hyped to go back and play this game that i thought i hated that's what that's what stefani said too she was all about ready to go back and play it on the big screen See, just looking yeah. at some of these photos you pulled up from the new games, like I just really love the ranger look. Yeah, no, I think I like I think she, like her new look is amazing. But for me, like they did some things with Give her me character the hood. that I did not like. <laughs> Give me the hood. 
See, anybody I'm with a hood is going to kill a lot of people. <laughs> See, I am biased because I like the original Tomb Raider. You're biased because you like Rangers. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> but no, I mean, but like the rise of the Tomb Raider is Tell me def- that person that hood couldn't kill a lot of people. Alicia Vikander, <laughs> yeah. And Alicia Vikander could definitely kill a lot of people. But no, like, I think, like, ultimately, like, Rise of the Tomb Raider was definitely the better game, in my opinion, and I think that they pulled a lot of that, that Lara into this and kind of left some of the, the first reboot out. But, I mean, like, I don't know, I really want a sequel, and I'm really happy with it. Do you and... think if they do a sequel, do you think, because of what they did with um, the Himiko, you know, curse thing, and making it uh, just the plague, do you think if they do do, like, the Divine Source, kind of like Race of the like, Divine Source kind of thing, do you think that they're going to take that away too? Or do you think you're going to go full Deathless Ones and you're going to see her fighting big-ass constructs? Because I want to see that I so want. bad. That's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want, and that's what I'm hoping. Because, like, even though they did do the plague thing, it was a freaking zombie plague. So, like... I, like, yeah, yeah, you're to, right. To, yeah. to, like, what Matt said, like, they should have gone full supernatural, but they went kind of supernatural. Yeah, like, let's you're right. Let's the waters. Yeah. And so, like, I think it, like, that door is still open, but it may be kind of neutered a little bit. See, like, I guess, I don't know whether it would be now, but I, I don't know. I'll wait for my final thoughts. She doesn't have a bow, but she has a gun. Because, like, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is the new game from Crystal Dynamics that they that they um, just announced, like, this last week, um, she is going to be, like, full-on Tomb Raider with her guns and everything, and I'm so happy. I mean, that's but. not that bad with those guns. I just like the outfit. We have a hood, and we got some capes going. <laughs> all I want in my life. I but, I, I, I mean, but, like, on that point, I am just really happy that, like, we're getting, like, super buff women. Um, kind of, like, I mean, she's still skinny. Like, she's still small. Like, that... But, like, we're getting to see, like, women with muscles, like, on screen in a very real way. And it makes me really happy. Like, I know I'm never going to get there. Why not? Because I got too <laughs> much fat insulated in my body right now. And I, I, it'd be very hard to carve out an eight-pack. You want to do it with her? Get out there. You got to run 100 meters. Go. Oh, God, no. I'm a fall. We're going to get 100 your 100 push-ups. 100 sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the cool thing is, and I'm a little more excited for Wonder Woman 2, is that her trainer, so Alicia Vikander's trainer, is actually Wonder Woman trainer now. Um, WB hired him after seeing Alicia Vikander's results. That's dope. How about that? So, I'm not excited yeah. to see another Wonder Woman movie, but I'm excited to see uh, Buff Gal Gadot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or probably Kristen Wiig, I yeah. guess, maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, we're not going to go into that. Yeah, we're not. This is a whole other content. <laughs> anyway, so what do you all think about Alicia Vikander as Lara? That's my last question. I think we already said this throughout the last, like, 51 minutes that we liked her. I know. I, I just want to get it, like, on the record. Um, just because, like... This discourse is extremely ugly and bad, and I hate it, and the internet is a terrible place. Yeah. Well, I no. think going back to this was probably just, like I said, of like I think because of the name. Yeah. Because obviously it's unfair, because they did reboot the series, but I think literally if it's yeah. like Raider of Tombs, of like a kind of like an adaptation <laughs> yeah. of Tomb Raider versus the actual Tomb Raider, it might be yeah. looked at differently. Yeah, no, they probably, honestly, Adrian, like, I, I or and, and both of you, like, they should have named it Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, they should have done Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider, and then I think it would have got the message across a little bit better. Obviously, they didn't exactly. do it because the game was called Tomb Raider or whatever, but if yeah. you're going to put elements of Rise of the Tomb Raider in there, just call it Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then call the second one something else. You'll be fine. Yeah, and, and it's a great way to distinguish it and, like, tell, because it's funny because, like, the, like, the people that were, like, saying that her boobs weren't big enough and all these things, like, there are people who, like, also claim to play the games, and it's like, really? 
Because, like, this is an adaptation of a reboot game, and you're comparing her to the, to the wrong Lara. No, the yeah. problem is they're probably a bunch of men who probably have bigger boobs than she does, and they're mad <laughs> because they want Laura to have bigger boobs than they do. It's an accurate claim. Accurate. I, think that's, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And also, some dude said that she looked too manly, and that they could have put what? Luke Croft in there. Yeah. Where are you seeing these people? How are you... Uh, Twitter. Actually, critic reviews. It's not even just on Twitter. Like this is stuff that is published. Why are you like, finding this stuff? Yeah. Don't don't look for none of this stuff. This no, is, I, I it just makes you mad. But you know, like that just bugs me. Like people called her a man, and I'm just like, this is why we need more muscular women on screen. Because like, also she'd like fucking smash their teeth in. All so. right, all right. I'll, I'll just ask it. Uh, do you like which movie? Do you like better? Because you obviously have like a preference. Like. <laughs> I know you. you, you you're just going to not not have a preference. And Me? it's it, it's okay to have one, Kate. It's like it's not no one's going to at you for liking one over the other. No, no, I know they won't cuz I'll I'll freaking give them all my Tomb Raider knowledge and they you know, I probably know more than you do. So, at me if you want. Um actually, I personally know that they're very they're two very different movies for me. Honestly. Um I mean, I'm going to say I like Angelina Jolie's more because that like I've seen that movie probably a hundred times like i have watched that movie so many times and daniel craig's a freaking bond girl in it and that's awesome like but at the same time like this one gives me an entire different like it's not the same type of action and i like this one for different reasons um i would definitely watch this again i want to buy it like that that's where i sit with it um good that's good but cool like, just curious yeah i mean, I, mean like, I, I knew i knew what your answer would be i just want you know just conversation. So, yeah. is this movie better than The Cradle of Life? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even know why they were showing, like, Cradle of... I don't know if you got yes. there early enough to, like, yes. for all the trailers yes. and stuff. I yes. was like, why yeah. are you showing The Cradle of Life trailer right now? Why yeah. are we doing this to your viewers, Alamo Draft You're hurting House? me right now. <laughs> Stop exactly. showing this. Yeah. So, as far as the movies go, only because I think Tomb Raider had better, like, they full, they went full on, like, we're going to be a video game, at least in the first yes, one. Yes, yeah, I think and that's And so I, I enjoy that it. movie better, but I do like her portrayal more in this movie, but I just yeah. don't think this movie's as, it's like a good enough movie. The acting is way better in this movie. The action yeah. is way better in the other yeah, movie. Yeah, like I said, there's this movie with pacing and, and a few issues, is, like I said, it can be dull at points. I can see that. Yeah. I didn't think it was, but I can definitely see that. Adrian, which one do you prefer? Um, like Matt said, like I prefer Lara Croft Tomb Raider as like a video game movie because it's like just goes full into like the whole video game stuff. But I like this more as like a movie I'll go back and rewatch because I like you know the acting and yeah. you know the set pieces and the cinematography of it better than uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah. Queen of Death pops out. I'm all in. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want them to go full tilt on it in the next one and go full Divine Source. Let her fight Deathless Ones. I want that yes. so yeah. bad on big it screen. It would be so good. Can you imagine her acting the crap out of seeing that for the first time? Yeah. It would be so good. Because she's <laughs> yeah. definitely the best part of the movie. And like, I think that's important yeah. for I this franchise. Yeah. I also think, too, like, for the, if there's a sequel, I want it almost her by herself the entire time. Like, I want so much of her by herself. But I really like the rugby guy. We need that big rugby guy in, in the second one. Okay. Yeah, I that's fine. I really like him. But he's only, like, in it for, like, a little bit. Like, if he's, like, yeah. in there as much as um, Liu Tang, is that his name? Liu Ren. Liu Ren is in it. I'll be happy. But he yeah. has to be in the second one for sure. I really would have liked her that she had her crew and, like, her, her girlfriends from, like, the games in it. Yeah. Like, I, that's what I would have wanted for this one. That would have changed. That would have put it over the top for me. 
Um, she doesn't actually like fight with them or anything. She just like Don't tries to save them. <laughs> well, they need. She needs them over her father. That well, that, well, she could have used any. She could have used that bear over her father. <laughs> Would have yeah. had a lot more uses, to be honest. Like, because the father really doesn't do anything in the movie. No. no yeah. I'm like, he kind of like, sits there pleading with her the whole time, like, he, "Don't do this, Laura." I'm like happy he, to say you, just but blows, please don't do this. He just blows himself up, but like she could have like set those like charges herself and like ran away, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I mean, yeah. I think um Final thoughts. This is what this movie did for me. It made me appreciate Reboot Lara a hell of a lot more. Which, like if you've listened to our very first episode on our Team Raider episode, I make my opinions on that very clear. Um, and I think, like, now I feel like I need to go back and play the games with a lot more appreciation, um, just because of who Alicia Vikander is and what she brought to the role of Lara for me. So, I like them for different reasons. That's my, that's, that's my last thought. Adrian? Uh, oh, and I give it an 8 out of 10. There we go. So, for me, like, back, you know, over a year ago when we did our first, um, episode, I... We've been doing this for a year? Over a year. Uh, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know how the movie was going to be. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. Um, but I, I enjoyed it a bunch. I think it's like a, at the very like at the very very least like a top five kind of video game movie. And that's kind of how I have to like judge this against. Like you can't put this against something, you know, with a hundred and fifty million dollar budget because it's not that kind of movie. Um, it's definitely a top five video game movie for me for what it does to bring in the video game aspects into it. I think it would have been one of my favorites if they would have stuck a little bit more true to the story on Himiko, like on the island. Then I think it would have been, you know, one of my favorite video game movies. But it's dope. It makes me want to go back and play the games, and it has me hyped for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So I think it does its job for sure, and I hope we get a sequel. Rating? Um, in terms of, like, video game movie, I'm all right with 8 out of 10. Regular movie? Regular movie, probably about... Six and a half, six. I I'd think. probably like a seven. Seven for me on that on that scale. Okay. Just because like the issues like you're talking about like like the pacing and stuff like that kind of like takes away a little bit from it. But yeah, it's I mean, it's not a bad movie. I'll, I'd watch it again. I'd watch this before like a lot of the movies I've seen this year. So I'm about it. Yeah. So I mean, I think we talked about some of the issues I have with this movie. It, I I liked the movie. I enjoyed it, but there was a lot of parts where I was like, "Come on, let's let's get going." And if anything this movie does for me, is it's kind of one of those, I think they did it so well to where I just want a sequel. So I really want another one of these movies now that we got all the, like, origin part, the little, okay, we get it, now we know what she can do. I want to see what she can actually do now that she's yeah. done this. And so I'm actually hyped that they get a sequel, if they get do get a sequel. I'm more excited for that. Because I was excited for this movie in the first place, because uh, I can't pronounce her name. Alicia Vikander? Alicia Vikander definitely does. She nailed this role. <laughs> role and especially between all the training and everything. So I hope they get a sequel. This movie overall, I'd watch it again. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but it really gets me hyped to where I think they got enough parts and enough, like, I guess, world set up and mechan- and everything done to where I feel like I want a sequel. Because that and I do kind of hope they embrace some of the mystical stuff. That kind of hurt me a little bit. It hurt me a little bit. That's always been, like, some of the best parts of Lara. Yeah. Like, that kind of hurt me a little bit. Especially the way she... Between the way they set up this, that whole Queen of Death and the fact that the whole time she's like, come on, why are y'all just playing with me? This is nothing. Like, yeah. even if you, even basically looked at her dad like he was crazy. Yeah. 
And then unfortunately, he was. But still. Um, but yeah, as far as video game movies, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. That's not, that's not about right. And regular movies, yeah, In between 6 and 5 or 7. 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. 6.7. I think the IMDb is actually pretty much right on. 6.8. Yeah, 6. So is it better than Justice League? There's a lot of movies. This is probably compared... Well, we've seen quite a bit of movies, but yeah, this is probably one of the top movies we've seen this year and probably some of the better ones we've seen in a while. Yeah. At least for a setup movie, for sure. Like, yeah. if we don't get a setup part, then it might fall a little bit because it's all we got. But if it's just a, definitely a setup movie, I think it's a great setup movie. Yeah. If Cradle of Life exists, we can get a, t- a second one for this. <laughs> also, if there are six Resident Evil movies, we can get a setup this is a pretty good debut. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap us up. Okay. As always, you can find the podcast at But Why Though PC. You can find me at Oh My Myth Randier. Adrian? Yep. You can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S U P E R R U I Z 93. Matt? And you can find me at Dragon's Edge. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye bye.